Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Medical Geeks podcast. In this episode we will discuss one of the most frequent problems that face the NHS, bed occupancy. Even though this is more of a seasonal problem, mostly happening in the winter, it is still a very prominent problem in the NHS that outlines some of its very explicit weaknesses. You will have seen this problem on the news before probably, especially during the winter time, or maybe during a work experience if you've had work experience in an A&E department. Patients usually shoved in hospital trolleys whilst more beds become available, and very overcrowded hospital wards, and very stressed looking doctors. In this episode, we will explore the further dimensions of this problem. We will also touch on some ideas of how to solve this problem towards the end of the episode. I'm your host, McKean, and let's go. So why is there a crisis of bed shortages in the first place? Well, let's look at some history and context. Over the past few decades, the number of beds available in the NHS and its hospitals has decreased dramatically. This is mainly because of the lifetime of these beds coming to an end. In addition, the NHS does not have the money to replace all these beds that are going out of service. And at the same time, the number of hospital admissions is increasing dramatically. And this is also mainly because of increased life expectancy amongst the population. And so we have this big picture of um, very old beds going out of service because they are no longer viable to be used. And so the NHS is throwing these beds out but it does not have the money to replace all of these beds. And so it only replaces some of them, which already means that we have a net loss of beds. And then more and more people are coming into hospitals, which only adds to the stress of needing more beds. And that only exacerbates the problem of the bed shortages in the NHS. And to add some more context so that you can have a better understanding of this problem, bed shortages are usually in thousands. Hospital beds are manufactured specifically for hospitals and they cost a fortune. We are speaking about thousands of pounds per bed. This means that despite the tens of millions of extra pounds allocated for extra win winter beds, the shortages persist. About only a thousand beds per season are bought, which is nowhere near the needed amount. Sadly, ever since this issue started manifesting, hundreds of people have lost their lives, which could have easily been saved for a lot of people. And so, looking into the future, unless this problem is solved, this will only get worse and more and more people will lose their lives through avoidable deaths. And this is of course very problematic for the NHS, for doctors, for society and for everyone really. And finally, the bed shortages problem has been aggregated by the outbreak of the coronavirus COVID-19. So what is being done to tackle this problem? How is the NHS or the government trying to solve this problem? Well, to start with, the NHS has what's called occupancy targets of 92%, which basically means that at any given point, at least 8% of NHS beds should be available to use in NHS hospitals for patients who need them or for emergencies. However, some have raised concerns and fears that this is too high and should be reduced to low or mid-80s to reduce the risk of infection. This was even before the outbreak of COVID-19. And so, in the current circumstances and the spread of COVID-19, we can only say that the occupancy targets need to be much lower to prevent further spread of COVID-19 or other infections. Additionally, there has been an increase in the use of care homes. This means that some elderly patients were moved out of hospitals to care homes where they can receive the same care by care home nurses. This reduced some of the pressure on hospital wards and helped save some lives. However, it's still not shown a significant success. 
Another concern when it comes to using the care home procedure is the tragic numbers of deaths that took place in care homes across England due to COVID-19. A lot of people argue that if care homes weren't as, quote, stuffed as they are at the moment, then a lot of these deaths also could have been preventable. So is this strategy really working or are these procedures being implemented really working? Well, looking at a 2017-18 review, it looks like only 5 out of 130 37 hospital trusts achieved the bed occupancy targets. This basically means that the vast majority of NHS hospital trusts did not manage to meet these occupancy targets. This is not very good news as you'd imagine. Moreover, meeting NHS targets when it comes to this area is now becoming increasingly difficult, not only because of reduced funds to the NHS or increased demands on the NHS, but also because of the extra risks posed by COVID-19. So how can we take this forward? How can we work our way around it? How can we come up with new solutions to solve the problem? Well, whatever solutions are taken to resolve this issue, healthcare professionals will always need to optimize bed availability. And so to start with, some trusts have actually tried increasing the number of beds available on their premises, which is probably the most straightforward solution. However, these increases are usually described as modest and not enough by healthcare professionals, such as doctors and nurses working on these wards. One reason for this is that hospitals don't have an awful lot of extra space. So even if more beds became available, funding would also need to be directed at expanding hospital premises to maximize or increase the capacity of hospitals to facilitate more beds. The other solution or the other idea that is being suggested is that some experts think that we should focus more on community-based healthcare services. And this is something that you should definitely take away from this episode. For example, through GPs, intermediate care centers or home visits or any other primary care means. It is believed that this is an area that the NHS and the government need to focus more on and make a better use than we do at the moment. If the right strategies are used to take advantage of primary care centers, then hundreds of beds are expected to become available. And since these beds are likely to be in elderly units, more elderly lives will probably be saved since they will be admitted quicker if beds are available for them and there will be a reduced risk of infection, reduced risk of crowded wards, etc, etc, all contributes to much better healthcare received by the patient and much better experience staying in a hospital for patients. Well, everyone, that brings our episode today to an end. I hope you have found it helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to drop us a message on Instagram at The Medical Geeks. Alternatively, you can visit our website, themedicalgeeks.com, for more help on how to prepare for your interview and other aspects of the medical application. Stay tuned for more episodes and stay safe. I am your host, McKean, and goodbye. Goodbye.